Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk. One more hour of championship football coming up. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Brendan King coming up with a scoreboard update. We're going to talk to him in this hour. we got a lot of football to talk about. Champions have been crowned. We've got all six. We're going to talk about that throughout the remainder of the show. Right now, though, the aforementioned Mr. King joins us, the star of our show, Brendan King. Coach, you are the man. Let's get right to it. The 51st annual IHSAA Football State Finals have concluded. And before we get to the action today, here is a reminder of what happened yesterday for the third straight time. Indianapolis Lutheran won a champs, a three-peat over Adams Central, 35-28. What we did not know, that would be the closest margin of victory for the weekend, be it seven points. The rest of them, double-digit figures and then some. Class 3A yesterday, Shatard hammered Heritage Hills 35-7. And in Class 5A, Fort Wayne Snyder took down Decatur Central 33-6. These were your Mental Attitude Award winners, by the way. Class A, it belonged to Lutheran's Jeremiah King. Braxton Schaefer in 3A from Heritage Hills and Fort Wayne Snyder's Jake Tipman in Class 5A. Today at Lucas Oil Stadium, the morning started. Fort Wayne Bishop lures their 12th state championship ever. And again, if you're talking baseball terms, they have Hall of Fame even better than that. Immortal numbers, 12 for 17 in state championship games are the Bishop lures Knights, I had the call for you earlier today on the Champions Radio Network. Shotgun snap. McKenzie fakes the handoff, throwing right side down the near sideline. It is caught. Jalen White. He had the interception to give Fort Wayne Bishop lures the ball back, and now he catches a massive touchdown. Jalen White, spectacular day, the interception and then the touchdown, and then mid-afternoon, East Central goes back-to-back, finishing the year 15-0, beating Northwood 42-14. Josh Ringer did it again. Three touchdowns on the day. Here's Mark Forrester. Here's Ringer, untouched, right corner of the end zone, and he's in. They use the misdirection, pay off, off of the penalty, and there is Ringer for the touchdown. First of the day for him, and East Central has a 20-7 lead. And our final game of the night, Ben Davis in Russ Mann's first year at the helm of BD. They crush crown point 38-10. Greg Rakestraw on the Champions Radio Network. Quick hitter, double pass, Horton, man all alone, Zachary with the touchdown grab. First pass was a lateral, Horton in stride, hits Zachary. That might be the coup de grace for this one. Your Mental Attitude Award winners from today, Class 2A, it was Jackson Graff from North Posey. Dylan Maxwell earned the 4A Mental Attitude Award from East Central. And in 6A, it was Jeffrey Mashide from Crown Point. Congratulations to all on the Mental Attitude Awards. Let's talk some college football, bucket game. 
Purdue got past Indiana 35-31. Purdue finishes the year at 4-8. and eight. IU to 3-9. and nine. Hudson Card was fabulous. 275 yards, three touchdowns, no picks for Card. He also was Purdue's leading rusher. 85 yards on the ground, 12 carries, plus a touchdown. It was Notre Dame. A big win over Stanford on the road, 56-23. Irish are 9-3. and Audrick Estime with one of those games, 238 yards on the ground and four touchdowns for Notre Dame star back. Miami of Ohio, they skip past Ball State, 17-15. Ball State will conclude the season at 4-8. and College basketball today was Franklin over Dominican, 77-68. Trine blew out Ohio Wesleyan, 93-58. Goshen fell to St. Mary of the Woods, 91-74. Huntington, 81. Holy Cross, 54 today. It was IU Kokomo topping Milligan out of Tennessee in overtime, 84-76. And Marion put up triple digits on Indiana Northwest, winning 174. Of note, Ohio State lost to Michigan, 30-24. Michigan to Lucas Oil Stadium for the Big Ten Championship this coming Saturday against Iowa. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. What a day. What a busy, busy weekend. Brendan King, what a busy weekend. You've been a busy guy, man. You you were working all weekend. I mean, you're doing this. You're doing um, championship games at the IHSA football championships. You're Irish. You're playing. <sighs> and you're not my age. You you can do this. You got <laughs> yeah. you got more energy, brother. Well, you got you got, you got a lot going on. Yeah, I, I had it all planned out. I did the game with Jim Leisure today this morning, and then I went back home for a bite to eat for Class 4A. Then I came back, watched the first half of 6A, then walked to the studio. So not a bad day, huh? All right, tell me about the 2A championship game you and Mr. Leisure did the, the, earlier today. Yeah. Uh was it was a pretty good one. I mean, it was, you know, well, didn't it didn't end up being what a lot of people thought it would be, but uh, you know, Bishop Lures kind of flexed their muscles over North Posey today. I think that's a good way to put it. And like Jim was talking about earlier, I thought Bishop Lures yeah. defensively took over the game because coach analytically North Posey their fingerprints were all over this one. North Posey ranks oh, yeah. top 25 in the state in points for and top 10 in the state in points against. They only gave up 10.3 points per game this year, Coach. Gave up 40 today, so that's unlike a North Posey team. But, yeah, I think you know Fort Wayne lures. They block a punt on that first drive. Damian Jackson, Coach, mm. Damian Jackson had four tackles for loss today plus two sacks, which means on the season their star right edge – 30 tackles for loss this year, 11 mm. and a half sacks. He was fabulous. <laughs> yeah, he was fabulous. Uh, he sounds unblockable. Uh, he, was. What it sounds he was. Like. That's what it was, no doubt. I mean, you, you talk about you, you can't single cover him. You can't single block him. You got to double him and triple him, quite frankly, or run the other way. Well, at, at that coach, and add one more layer to that. North Posey's offensive line coach, they have four seniors, one junior, all upperclassmen on that line. And, you know, for Fort Wayne Lures, their defensive line, all seniors, and really it was power against power. It was iron sharpens iron today. And, again, Fort Wayne Lures, even though they put up 40 coach, their defense, the reason they won today. Very impressive. All right, you and I'll come back talk some more. I'm going to talk a little basketball. David Deaton from WKLO joins me. David, how are you tonight? Doing all right, Coach. How about yourself? Doing wonderful. Heritage Hills play some boys basketball. 
they beat North Harrison 67-37, kind of helps them get over um, the uh, the difficult time they had in the uh, tournament, uh, obviously. But a uh, very impressive win to open it up for them this weekend. Yeah, no doubt. And obviously they were playing without a couple of those guys who were on that football team yesterday in the 3A state championship game. And Hunter Meredith, their point guard, he was playing linebacker and running back for the Patriot football team yesterday. And then Tyler Ruxer, who caught the touchdown pass late in the game for the Patriots, he was also not there tonight. And plus, they had a couple of guys on the varsity team that were banged up, and they're out at least for the time being, but they expect to be back here pretty soon. So, they only had eight players available for the varsity tonight, but one of those guys mm-hmm. is the 6'8", Trent Sisley. And, Coach, he was yeah. <laughs> really dominant after he got going to the second right. quarter. My goodness, right. he has added to his game since last season. You see why seven Big Ten schools, Notre Dame and three uh, two other schools, are going after him and recruiting right now. He is amazing. He was smooth tonight at 25 points, 13 rebounds. And then he had three assists to go with that. It probably had four or five blocked shots to go along with that, too. So he led the charge, got the Patriots sparked. They had four guys in double digits. Peyton Gray, their sophomore point guard, had 14 points. Jake Pryor, 13 tonight. And then 11 from Colton Hope tonight as well. So they just ran away in this. It was a close game early. North Harrison actually had a 14-12 to lead at the end of the first quarter. But Heritage Hills roared back, outscored the Cougars 17-8 to in the second quarter, took a seven-point lead into halftime. The third quarter was where they really gapped it out. The Patriots outscored the Cougars 25-1 to in that third quarter. The Cougars went 0-14 for from the floor and made one free throw on two attempts. So after that, it was all Patriots. They got the running clock going in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. pushed the lead as high as 36 tonight. And so they kind of helped themselves out a little bit after the football team fell short to Bishop Chittard yesterday. But basketball team gets off to a good start tonight, and they're going to be a team to be reckoned with in Class 3A this year with most of their guys coming back this year. And they don't have a senior on the roster, so they've got a chance to be a really wow. good team for the next couple seasons as well. David Deaton from WKLO. Thanks, David. I appreciate it. Let's talk some girls and boys basketball next weekend, all right? All right. I'll be sure to do that, Coach. I'll be calling in. Thanks so much. Paul Condry from the Regional Radio Sports Network and Indiana Football Digest, the best friend football has in our state, joins me. Paul, what a great weekend of high school football. Fun night, fun day, fun weekend. It was a great time. And obviously hanging out with uh, 36,866 of my best football friends. You can't – you just can't uh, put that into words, Coach. I'm speechless on that one. No. Hey, Paul, I need you to hang on to the scoreboard update, and then we'll uh, we'll catch up on some football, okay? You betcha. All right, we'll be back. Talk more football with Paul Condry on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana Scoreboard Update here on Indiana Sports Talk. We're going to round out your college football and basketball scoreboard here right now at 11.15. At 11.30, we'll fully break down the IHSAA Football State Finals. At 11.45, we'll tell you what's coming up on your Sports Sunday. Sound good? All right. So college football, Purdue got past Indiana in the bucket game, 35-31. Purdue finishes the year at 4-8, IU to 3-9. Brendan Soresby, three touchdowns, three picks today, 200. 26 yards. Hudson Card was the story for the Boilers, though. 275 yards. Card had three touchdowns, no picks. He was also Purdue's leading rusher. 85 yards, 12 carries, plus a touchdown score. Miami of Ohio, they defeat Ball State 17-15, so the Cardinals will conclude the season 
at 4-8. and eight. As for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, they take care of business out west. 56-23, happy flight home to South Bend International tonight. The number 18 Irish are 9-3, bull bound, a chance for a 10-win season as Notre Dame scored 21 points in both the second and the third quarters. College basketball, IUPUI outlasting Cleary out of the NAIA in overtime, 78-70 today. Evansville is 6-0, blasting Southeast Missouri State, 93-74. It was Valparaiso over Southern, 71-59. Purdue-Fort Wayne, don't uh, sleep on the Mastodons either. 6-1, 95-64, Purdue-Fort Wayne over Wittenberg. Other college basketball scores, Cumberland's over Indiana East today, 83-76. It was Huntington beating Holy Cross, 81-54. And Marion puts up a hundo on Indiana Northwest, 174 Marion rolls. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Paul Condry rejoins us from the... Regional Radio Sports Network, Indiana Football Digest, Indiana Football Hall of Fame, Indiana Sports Writers and Sportscasters Hall of Fame, and the publisher of the Indiana Football Digest, as we mentioned, and the founder of the Gritties, which I'm honored to be a part of. All right, three great games today. Uh, you know, when you think back to yesterday, the Lutheran matchup uh, with Adam Central was the closest game of the six this weekend. That's a little bit of a surprise. Uh, one touchdown win was the closest game we had. Yeah, I think uh, Lutheran, uh, certainly you got to give props to Dave Pash and his kids. You know, you win 43 straight football games in a row and, you you know, back-to-back-to-back to back to back, uh, state championships. Uh, certainly you've earned your pedigree as one of the state's uh, uh, elite coaches, I think their staff. And, you know, Jackson Willis and uh, Braden Hall did a great job of uh, just doing the business that they do and they've done all season long. They had a couple close games in the down the home stretch, but were able to pull out some wins. And uh, I think the bottom line is when uh, history will be very, very kind, to the Lutheran Saints because they're in a position now where uh, they're going to be moving up to 2A. We'll find out uh, uh, how they play when they go up another level because I think that uh, the thing that comes out of this weekend in addition to crowning six champions is that it's really going to be a big uh, shakeup next year because of the success factor, Coach. Lutheran and Adam Central will both uh, will be moving up to 2A. Chittard will be moving uh, up from 3A to 4A. East Central's going to go up from 4A to 5A. Snyder's going to go up mm-hmm. from 5A to 6A. Bishop Lewis mm-hmm. is going to probably go up from 2A to 3A. And then you got the factor is, you know, where will Cathedral fall into that based upon enrollment? And that's the other thing. When the enrollments come out, uh, we could have a completely different roadmap uh, than what we've seen in some time. So it should be interesting to see how the offseason plays itself out. No, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think there's as much anticipation uh, for the uh, reclassifications and the enrollments as, as there has been in a while, just for the reasons that you are articulated. I think it's going to be crazy, quite frankly. I think that uh, you've got some of these teams that are, are just uh, uh, are continuing to get better and better and better, and uh, there's not a lot of difference. As we've, as we've seen, Coach, you and I talked a lot this year right. during our wrap-ups on Saturday. You know, I really believe this East Central team can compete uh, for this 5-8 title. And I think that uh, I'm not saying they would have beat Ben Davis, but they would have played Ben Davis stuff today just because of how talented they are. I mean, just think about how good uh, Ringer and Brotherton were. Those two kids are going to be going to play in the <laughs> right. next year. Right. And I think that would have been a team that uh, certainly could have uh, made a, a lot of – 
uh, as they say in the in the fall, hey, when the hay's in the barn, it's time to get to work, right? <laughs> yeah, they do. They they say that they say that down here in Johnson County. I guarantee you, they do. <laughs> they really do. So tell me, you know, today, you know, you just wrapped it up. Ben Davis, Russ Mann's team. It's quite a story uh, to get where they are. They beat the best in our state. Uh, that's a very very talented group of guys at Ben Davis. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. And I heard Mark James uh, talking with you, and I know I'm so happy for Mark, his son, part of that state championship uh, coaching staff, and Russ, the product of uh, Concord High School, certainly uh, did a masterful job. He, he connects with his kids well. Uh, he gets it. Uh, you know, he's a uh, he's just one of those guys that uh, kids, you know, gravitate to him. And I think it was a great hire for Ben Davis to put him there. Uh, and Tommy Gutowski and him, they had this thing going on back and forth. We did a feature story on Tommy earlier in the year. And Russ and sharing some of the dynamics actually sent me some of the, the content of the text between the two of those guys. And it's just great because you could see the, the father figure, the friendship, the mentorship all going on simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as Mark James mentioned before, I tell you what, as coaches, your job is just to mentor and to love and encourage and put them in a position so they're going to grow up. And hopefully when they're seniors, they're going to make an impact on the juniors and the sophomores and the freshmen. And honestly, even those sixth graders and seventh graders are going to be, uh, they're going to be influenced by what happened tonight and the uh, with these uh, six state championships over the last two weekends. And I think that's what's great about this game. That's what's great about education-based athletics. Absolutely. What was your uh, your overall uh, opinion? No, not opinion. What game were you surprised the most about uh, of the six that were played this weekend? Well, I was six for six, Coach, so nothing surprised me other than the final scores. And I would say that uh, I, I think mm-hmm. that if you look at the, the tail of the tape, you know, normally you can look at these games statistically and say, well, there's no reason, there's no question these teams win. But statistically, a lot of the games were closer. But I just think that what we have is a straight, is a, is a wonderful moment in time for this Lures program. Shatard, you know, Robbie Doyle's now in that. He's won four state championships, so he's one of those elite coaches. Uh, right. You know, I, I think right. the same situation for uh, Kurt Tippmann. Of all the great Snyder coaches, he's now won more state championships than any of those coaches. And now, once again, you talk about Russ Mann. You're going to put Russ Mann in the same category of winning a state championship at uh, Ben Davis. You're going to mention his name with Dick Delahan and Mike Kirster. We can go up and down the line. That's uh, that's a pretty rare error. I think it was about coaches. I think something that I hope our state saw this weekend, how talented our players are. We could have upwards to 75 Division One scholarships coming out of our state this year. That's pretty impressive. Paul Condry, it's been a fantastic yeah, fall. Couldn't have done it without you on Friday and Saturday nights. Uh, we'll talk Bethel basketball so I can continue to have my contact with you. But drive carefully, please. Hug your wife. Give my best to your staff who did a fantastic job. And uh, thanks so much for all you do for me. 254 days 
the pads, 272 <laughs> to the season opener, Coach. Thanks for everything. <laughs> you never disappoint. <laughs> All right, Paul, thanks. <laughs> Take care. Matt Surface joins me from the IHSAA Champions Radio Network, my former broadcast partner on a Saturday afternoon college football show we did for uh, 10, 12 years on our flagship station, uh, 93.5 FM in Indianapolis. Matt, Matt, a former IU star linebacker, captain of Bill Mallory's last team at IU. Matt, thanks so much for the call. You've had a long day, a uh, disappointing day because your Hoosiers kind of gave one away, but you had some exciting moments to call on the IHSA Champions Network uh, this weekend. Yeah, it was uh, very disappointing to uh, to see the Hoosiers give up the bucket. But uh, you're right. At the same time, I was escorted by Hall of Famer Mark Surface at the uh, the state finals today, and uh, and got to uh, yeah. do a couple of games with some great uh, great partners in uh, in Mark and and Greg. So I had a, had a great day, and uh, it was it was fun watching some really good football. You know what? It was good football. Uh, you know, you go back to your career at Marion High School. I mean, you you played in a championship. You know what this is like. You 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 absolutely know what it's about. Yeah. Well, I, we got to, I got two state runner ups uh, in football, uh, and uh, Ben Davis and Coach Dullahan were uh, uh, gracious enough to hand me those uh, <laughs> those two right. beatings. But, right. Uh, yeah. No. It, 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 what a great atmosphere. And uh, they just – they really do it right, the IHSA and, and Lucas Oil Stadium, the Colts and uh, the whole thing. It was, uh, you know, impressive atmosphere. And to see East Central, just the dominance that they had. I mean, everybody, you know, kind of felt like they were the obviously the team to beat in 4A football going in. But just a dominant performance. And the defensive schematics of the way that they shut down those athletes from Northwood was very impressive by Coach Miners. Yeah, I mean, Northwood just it takes two outstanding uh, wide receivers, incredibly talented guys, put one on one side, one on the other, and just play pitch and catch. And it's uh, it's been successful for them. And th- that's hard to stop, but, but East Central managed to do it. All right, I need you to hang on through this scoreboard update. Can you do that? Yes, sir. All right, brother, we'll come back, reconnect. Matt Surface and I'll come back and talk some more football on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana Scoreboard Update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Once more, we're rounding out the IHSAA Football State Finals, the 51st annual. These are your final scores from the weekend. We didn't know it at the time, but Indianapolis Lutheran Adams Central Class A, the first ball game would be the closest margin of victory. Lutheran a three-peat over Adams Central, 35-28. The rest of them, wide margins. Class 3A, Chatard goes back-to-back. Hammering Heritage Hills 35-7 yesterday. And Fort Wayne Snyder took care of Decatur Central at 5A, 33-6 last night. This morning, Fort Wayne Bishop Lures. They take down North Posey, 40-3. Bishop Lures, their 12th state championship. That's third in our state's history as Kyle Lindsay picks up his first championship as a head coach. He was a two-time champ at Lures as a student. Class 4A, East Central, back-to-back, 15-0, all over Northwood, 42-14. And tonight, 6A, Crown Point and Ben Davis. BD 
with the 38-10 victory. What a weekend at the IHSAA Football State Finals. Hey, there's some high school basketball tonight featuring multiple overtime games. None more dramatic than this one. In three overtimes, Twin Lakes outlast Western 71-69. There was also a double overtime game. North White held on against Delphi 74-72. Also in double OT, Evansville North 65 Princeton 64, a couple of single overtime games. It was Ev- Evansville Christian 57, Terre Haute North 54, and an extra time, Frankton 62, Lapel 58. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Matt Surface rejoins me from the IHSA Champions Radio Network. You had uh, some work to do today. Matt, you did the uh, 4A and 6A games uh, as the analyst uh, East Central, what a run they've had. 22 straight wins, two straight championships. Very impressive win in 4A today over Northwood. Yeah, no question. And, you know, how do you answer and, and uh, take a step up from uh, lose only losing two games and win the state championship where you come back the next year and run the table in convincing fashion uh, and, and uh, cap it off with a back-to-back state championship? And can't say enough about uh, the entire program that uh, Coach Miners has there, uh, St. Leon and East Central. And, uh, of course, Josh Ringer is the guy that you're going to talk about, the guy that, oh, yeah. you know, put up 251 yards and three touchdowns today, and rightfully so. But uh, just that the whole way that that, that that team plays so cohesively and, and what was impressive is with the two Division One talents on Northwood at receiver – they ran a specific type of defense for them. It's a defense that they wouldn't run against most other teams, and they blocked right. coverage of two guys, and it can, it basically made it such that only, there were six guys that could play in the box to actually stop the run, and they did just that. So to, to install that over the course of a week and then go out and execute against a team with the uh, – uh, you know the balance attack that Northwood has. That was certain, certainly impressive, and uh, and as impressive as Josh Ringer's rushing was, the to me the defensive execution was equally so. It's also something they've done all. I mean, you know, earlier in the year, uh, and I forget exactly who it was they played, uh, and they came out uh, in uh, in tournament play at some point where they literally a brand-new offense that they had not run since, like, the second week of the regular season. No, no, seriously, I mean, exactly what you're talking about, installing a brand-new defense. It's amazing to me that they're able to do this. No, it really is. Because, you know, think about how teams take uh, entire summers and off-seasons with yeah, workout yeah. to put to install specific, you know, f- offensive or defensive uh, formations and, and game plans. And, and then to go out and to just install one specifically for a week, it just it, it says a lot about the coaching staff. And it says to me just as much or more about the buy-in of those players to go out and execute that game plan on such a, a short ramp-up period all right let's uh let's turn our attention to your hoosiers this was um a disappointing loss i mean it was a it's a very winnable game it's a purdue team uh, you know both iu and purdue we all know are struggling but this one you know, would be a great you know bragging rights give you some momentum going into the off season to feel good about yourselves and it seems like we've seen this movie uh play before the way that finished yeah. up for them 
Uh, we've seen it so many times over the last 25 years. I mean, it, it truly is very frustrating, very disappointing. Um, and, you know, I, I'm sure that Coach Allen feels the same way, uh, that it's frustrating yeah. and disappointing. Yeah. And, you know, quite frankly, it, it's just really inconsistent to play uh, uh, on, the, on, the, on the offensive front. On the at the quarterback position, and I'm not just calling out, you know, Soresby. I'm just, I mean, sure. he's young, and and I think he's, you know, got room to improve, and I think he will. It's just a, it's, it's frustrating. We keep waiting for next year, you know, and and defensively, they're as much a mystery to me as anything because they'll come out one week and play fantastic football, i.e. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and then they'll come out the next week and and you can score forty on them. For example, Illinois. I mean, my goodness, the guy that wasn't, you know, he started one year at Ball State, transferred to Illinois. Uh, John Paddock, he's, he's thrown for 450 yards against the Hoosiers the next right, week. It's right, right. You know, right. things like that are maddening, and it's not going to get any better with the transfer portal. I'm sure people are beating down the door of Jalen Lucas and, you know, insert name of promising young player at IU here. Uh, right, it, 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 right. It's tough because IU doesn't have the financial backing of a lot of these bigger schools that can can come in and, and pick your pocket for offering hundreds of thousands of dollars for a kid to come play football. So, you know, I could go on and on. I don't want to. I right. want to, you know, <laughs> firmly stand in support of, right. of whatever right. decisions the IU's making. And, uh, you know, I, I root for them no matter what. But, daggone it, today was frustrating sure. because that's a Purdue team that the Hoosiers should have beaten. Not could have. They should have beaten but right. uh, as it as it is, uh, the Boilermakers came out on top, and uh, it's frustrating for for the Bloomington faithful. Matt Surface, you know I love you. I love the family. Oh, man. Some of my best my best fun on the air, in addition to Indiana Sports Talk, were the years you and I did that Saturday afternoon show in Indy. Uh, I, I miss I, those I days. Yeah, I, I'm not saying we should do it again, but <laughs> but I do, I do well, miss some them. Of the best fun okay, you ever want to do yeah. again, wasn't it, Bob? I yeah, it was uh, great fun, but I'm you know I'm glad I did it. Don't want to do it again. Give give like my best to charity and the family. Okay, and. Uh, uh, thanks right. for doing this. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, give Diva my love. Take care. I will. All right. Thanks very much. Matt Surface talking IU and talking IHSAA. Steve Kolb joins me from WAXL. Steve, thanks so much for the call. Yesterday, you had the uh, pleasure and the honor to call the uh, Chittard and Heritage Hills uh, 3A championship game. Bishop Chittard winning this one. Uh, in uh, an impressive fashion. It's a great year for Heritage Hills football and fortunately ends against a really, really good Shittard team last night. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Yeah, it was it, it was a disappointing finish for the Patriots. Um, not speaking for the team here, but I think for fans, this felt like a year ahead of schedule for Heritage Shows. They're still a fairly young okay. football team. And so right. I, I think there's disappointment, but I don't think it's bitter disappointment. Um, mm-hmm. You know? Not being able to get over the hump that is Bishop Chittard. You know, the, the two teams have met now nine times in the postseason 
over the last wow. 23 seasons, 24 seasons. First time in the regional, then six straight in the Sima State, and now the last two in the 3A state championship game. And they've only been able to beat the Trojans once. And um, that's been a couple of decades ago now. So right. um, they have very rarely ever been able to solve Bishop Chittard, and and honestly, neither as much as anybody else in class three. <laughs> yeah. so yeah. I think for Heritage Hills, it's been one of those things where when when that pops up on the schedule, it's not a oh here we go again. It's all right, we've got another chance. Let's see if we can right. make it right this time. And and here you know in the last however many numbers have tried, no, they haven't been able to. But they'll, they'll go back to the drawing board and. There's a lot coming back on this football team with a, a lot of talent. And, I, you know, they'll put it back on the field next year and see what they can do. There's certainly no guarantees. But from the fans' perspective, it's kind of something to look forward to. Is, right. Hey, we'll compete in a 3A next year that does not include Bishop Chittard. And that, that's, <laughs> all right, that's a little bit of a positive when you're uh, the rest of 3A right now. I, I agree with you. Well, on the positive side, the boys' basketball team had an impressive win tonight. Yeah, and I heard David Deaton talk to you earlier, and uh, uh, David's such a good guy, and he had a lot about that game exactly right, most everything about that game. Um, but this Heritage Hills team is going to be an awfully – this basketball team is going to be an awfully fun team to watch this year. You know, they were so young last year. You had Trent Sisley as a sophomore. You, the next two – uh, best scorers on the team were freshmen last year, and they have grown up a ton. Uh, Jake Pryor and Peyton Gray, and Peyton has really cemented himself as the the floor general, the point guard of this team. But he was second leading scorer tonight with 14. He is he's a guy that can drive and, and finished very strongly inside driving tonight. Uh, Pryor is a knockdown shooter from perimeter, and he's six four. He can get some things done in various places on the floor. And uh, and then Colton Hope is a guy that can just do – he can play inside, he can play on the perimeter, just a solid, solid player that finished with 11. And uh, and that's a great place to start. And then you add in Hunter Merritt. That's what they're, they're one of their great running backs off the football team. Right. And he'll be a solid guard and, and will run the point when Gray is getting a breather. And uh, um, he's been great, and, and he'll be a great addition. And Tyler Rux is a big 6'3 receiver who made that. Hey, hey Steve, uh, hey, Steve, I hate to jump in. Steve, I'm sorry. Hang in here through this short break, okay? Sure. All right, we'll come back, talk more with Steve Kolb on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana Scoreboard Update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Last one of the night. Here's what's coming up tomorrow on your Sports Sunday. First of all, Colts and the Buccaneers, Lucas Oil Stadium. If you thought Lucas Oil was busy the last 48 hours, get ready for tomorrow afternoon. One o'clock kick. It's the second time in the last three seasons that the Bucks are in Indy on Thanksgiving slash IHSAA State Championship weekend. The last time that the Bucks were in town, they beat the Colts, and some guy named Tom Brady pulled off a fourth-quarter comeback. What do you know? So the Bucks and the Colts tomorrow at 1. Colts are three-point favorites. This is the rest of the NFL slate. 1 o'clock starts for the Saints and the Falcons in Atlanta. Steelers are in Cincinnati taking on the Bengals. Panthers and the Titans at 1 in Tennessee. Patriots-Giants in New York. The Jaguars go against the Texans. That's a very important AFC South game for the Jags and the Texans. Houston 6-4, and four, Jacksonville 7-3. and 405 slate. Browns and the Broncos at Mile High. Rams take on the Cardinals in the desert. It's the 
Chiefs and the Raiders in Vegas, and the Bills face off with the Eagles in Philly. Sunday night football is the Ravens and the Chargers. Monday night football, the Bears take on the Vikings in Minnesota. There is some college basketball tomorrow as well. First of all, the Butler Bulldogs fresh off a win against Penn State. They get Boise State at 4 p.m. That's Boise. If you say Boise in Idaho, they yell at you. I know from experience. Butler, Boise State at 4 o'clock tomorrow. And at 4.30, it's the Indiana Hoosiers trying to rebound from the bucket game, get a win on the weekend. They'll try and do that against the Ivy Leagues. Harvard, Harvard, that's tomorrow at 4.30 at Gambridge Fieldhouse here in downtown Indy. Have a great one. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back. Glad you could join us. David, excuse me, my good friend Steve Cole from WAXL rejoins. We were talking about Heritage Hills losing in the 3A championship game yesterday, winning their boys' basketball game uh, tonight against uh, North Harrison. Uh, you mentioned it. Trent Sisley, another one of those performances. Uh, th- that is the name if people don't already know. Uh, understand that everybody in the Big Ten is trying to recruit him, and he's only a junior. Yeah, it's he's he's a ton of fun to watch. Uh, can can you know face up from outside, hit the three. He can post up. He can drive. He had a bunch of thunderous dunks tonight out in transition. Um, baseline drives for dunks where the help defender tried to come over and Trent just basically said, "I don't care. You're not stopping me," and just rose over everybody and and uh, slammed it home and. Uh, um, he's turned into a very good leader on this team that is, you know does not have a senior on the roster. He is the the leader on this team, and uh, um, I was trying to way too wordily say before the break. This is going to end up being, I think, a very deep Heritage Hills team that maybe goes nine or ten deep. And I don't think Nate Hawkins has had that luxury, and <laughs> even the great team he had in 2020 that. The right. COVID robbed of an opportunity to see what would have happened with a regional rematch between Heritage Hills and Silver Creek that year. Those two teams were phenomenal, and it was a, an unbelievable game where Heritage Hills kind of gave one away to Silver Creek in the Hall of Fame Classic earlier that season and would just uh, love to have seen the rematch, and, and COVID unfortunately took that away from us. That wasn't a deep team. That was only about six, maybe seven deep. This one is going to be much, much deeper, I think, by the time we're all said and done where they get the guys back from injury and the football players up to speed. Uh, when you see him next week up at Brownsburg in the uh, Sneakers for Santa shootout against Evansville Christian, they'll just have gotten the two football players back eligible. Mm-hmm. and so, But they won't be really fully integrated yet. And then I don't know if by the time they're back up at Southport playing Garen Catholic – in the uh, Forum Tip-Off Classic in two weeks from tonight, whether they'll have any of the injury guys back. But at some point, they'll have all these guys back, and they'll be a pretty right. darn deep basketball team and a very interesting one to watch. And I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to those next two Saturdays. I think those are going to be very interesting ballgames. Right. Again, Catholic game's going to be very, very difficult, but could be a really, really interesting basketball and fun basketball game to watch. Steve Cole from WAXL. Steve, thanks so much for the call. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next weekend. Thank you, Bob, and I apologize for not getting you called back. Nah, no problem. No problem at all. This is great. I'm glad you called me. Thanks so much. All right, Steve, thanks very much. 
Mr. Brendan King, what a great night. You what a what a weekend. This is a fun fun weekend, was it not? It was a fun weekend. I am ready for a little rest though, that's for sure. So am I. You know, at, at my advanced age, my wife when I when I kind of st- strolled in uh, cuz I did the I, I, I yeah, clear game. A, you had a crazy yeah, that day. was a So that was a 2 o'clock start. So I, I leave I leave here. I leave Franklin at noon. Uh, drive up there. Thank God it's a Saturday, so there's not much traffic. Roll in. Game's over. Overtime game. I think I walked out at 4:15. Uh, then went down to Lucas Oil. Uh, stopped by. Watched a little bit of football down there. And it came. I think I got to. I got home at about seven o'clock. Okay. Um, grabbed a quick dinner uh, and then. Uh, you know, did a little bit of work and do that, but I'm I'm not your age. <laughs> I don't think Just, I, I. You know, hey, listen, these are long days for anybody, age regardless. Right, so right. I mean, I, imagine how Rake Straw's feeling. That guy, that guy's oh, no. immortal. I mean, he did 72 games this weekend. My, but you can appreciate my wife when I came home. Her first comment was. Are you ever going to learn to say the word no to people? <laughs> and I said, obviously not. No. So, all right, we'll come back. We'll wrap it up with Mr. King on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Football fans, it was great. It was a fantastic fall. Basketball fans, it's you and me next weekend. I know, I know there are games in, that were played tonight, some really good games. I've tried to always, you know, finish, make a clean break, you know, give, you know, especially on championship weekend in, in football and basketball, give them their due, uh, uh, allow them to have the forum uh, to wrap up the season. So next weekend we're talking basketball. We've been talking some college basketball, talk a little high school tonight, but uh, we're all in starting next week, so don't forget at IND Sports Talk hashtag IST scores, pictures, videos, whatever you have for us on X. Uh, we're excited about it, and we're looking forward to a, a great, great basketball year. Brendan King, fantastic job. Uh, I'm gonna get some sleep tonight. Yeah. Uh, get up, get my walk in. Um, so what am I watching tomorrow besides the Colts? We've got some college basketball to watch, do we not? Yeah, you got the dogs at four against Boise State. Again, I so I started my career. Say that again now. Did you get chastised by someone? I, 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 well, not just someone. Many people. Listen, so I started my career in Boise. You know that. and I knew that, I, yeah. My first broadcast on the air, I was in Spokane, Washington. And at I, least I, you didn't call it Spokane. Yeah, well, no, I got Spokane right. So here I am, 22 years old, on my own, 22 hours away from home. I didn't think anybody was listening because it was internet radio. I was like, who in their right mind is listening to me right now? Well, apparently right. a lot of people because I said the Boise Hawks, my Twitter, just imagine tallies. Blew at up. A, blew up. Yeah. People are, blew who up. is this kid? Yeah. Why the hell would you hire this kid? He can't right. even say the city's name. That that was my first experience, so I figured it out. I, I figured it out. Oh, that is that's a great story. Oh, I know. You, you can't even get the can't, name. Of can't the even city get the right. na- can't even get the name right. What is he doing here? Get him out. 
So, so it's boy B O Y C boy C boy C. So for all you not great, not no Z sound. I, I don't know why no anybody's traveling to Idaho, but if you do, it, uh, first of all, it's beautiful. Uh, take a trip to Yellowstone. But yeah, if you ever go, boy C. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so that was my fir- that was my first pro job a- after yeah. after the Cape. My the Cape summer was uh, when I was in college, but my right. first time on my own truly was Boise. So, oh, <laughs> yeah, isn't that awesome though? No, I think that's a great great oh, story. You I, did yeah. great on the network broadcast. You were fantastic. I listened to you uh, on my drive. Uh, and you, you, scores, you're the, you're the, uh, you're the absolute best on the scoreboards. You, I, I love being with you, coach. I truly appreciate uh, you. I love it. I love it more than you do. All right. Have some fun tomorrow. You deserve it. Okay. You too. Thanks so much to Brendan King and to Graham Shear. Couldn't do it without the great stations around the state that bring you the show every Friday and Saturday night. Thanks to all of you for 30 years. You've made us the most listened to sports talk show in our state's history. It is the history-making, legendary Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.